0: Hey guys, how's everyone doing today? So today we're going to learn why Snoke's throne room was covered in red curtains. The answer is canon, and it's because the directors felt it matched his briefs. Alright, thanks for watching everyone. Leave a like if you... I'm just kidding. This is what it's come to. Discussing... Discussing Snoke's curtains. In The Last Jedi, we got to see some of Snoke's massive blood red throne room. As Rey and Kylo teamed up against the guards, which was a pretty sick scene, an electro chain type weapon was hurled at the curtain, setting it on fire and burning the whole thing down, revealing the massive windows of the supremacy. Before we begin with the answer to the question, I found it pretty funny how both him and the Emperor have this huge vulnerable spot in the room somewhere. For Palpatine, it was the massive reactor shaft. And for Snoke, that giant well that we saw one of the Praetorian Guards fall into and get chopped up by the electrical currents spinning around. Anyways, so let's begin. Today's video will be answered from two things, the Visual Dictionary and StarWars.com, from an interview with Ryan Johnson himself. Now, as you'll all find out throughout the video, a lot of it was taken from Vader and Palpatine's very first concept designs for Return of the Jedi by Ralph McQuarrie. In the Visual Dictionary, it is stated that eight Praetorian guards flank Snoke's throne, their red armor blending into the curtain that surrounds the chamber. They stand as implacable unmoving sentinels, but should any hostility surface from Snoke's rare invited guests, they snap instantly into combat stances. So the curtains, for one thing, served as a type of camouflage for the guards, who stood there as a last line of defense against any assassination attempts. The second bit of info, bypassing how Ryan explains he just felt like Red spoke to him for this type of scene, we finally come to the other answer which describes how the team came to such a concept. The production designer says that it was one of the earliest sequences that we discussed. We explored many different looks and feels to it, and it all came back to this desire to put across a ceremonial environment for the Supreme Leader to reign from. That was incredibly important, that the environments support the concept of Snoke at the pinnacle of, at the knife edge, if you will, of the First Order. One of the earliest inspirations I can remember from this, I went through all the archives that I could get my hands on at Skywalker Ranch, And there was this great image that Ralph McCory had painted. It was actually of Darth Vader in a throne room. And it wasn't right in terms of the practical aspect of it. It was literally like a medieval throne room with flames all around it. But the idea of creating a metaphorical hell with the use of the red color, but making it as elegant as possible that coincides with the ethos of the First Order and the black, the reflectivity and the hard, sharp, almost crystalline inhuman shapes that are a part of that. So I like the idea that a concept from Vader and Palpatine were used here, as well as something I noticed which wasn't mentioned. We could also say that the Red Curtain acts like a veil, representing the first order that got burned away with the death of Snoke, or the perceived death of Snoke for what we know as now. Burning the past to give rise to the new, killing it if you have to. Sounds kind of familiar, doesn't it? It's all pretty poetic when you think about it. So, there we go. That's the in-depth canon answers as to why the throne room curtains were red, both in the story and production-wise. So, I hope that answers this question for you. Thank you for watching today's episode, everyone. Let me know what you think of Snoke and his demise in the film. Have a great rest of your day, and I will see you all in the next episode of Star Wars Theory. Until then, my fellow Jedi and Sith friends, remember... The Force will be with you.